Canadian right-wing provocateur Lauren Southern and her promoters have refused to pay a $68,000 bill which was issued by police in Victoria who provided security on her recent tour. The company behind that tour, Axiomatic Events, was sent an invoice for police services after violent left-wing protesters targeted the Lauren Southern and Stephen Molyneux live event in Melbourne on July 20. Axiomatic Events Director Dave Pellow says he will not pay the bill and he's on the line. Hi, Dave. Hi, Miranda. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us. Why uh, won't you pay the bill? Um, Well, quite frankly, the effect of the bill and paying the bill is uh, really, really bad for Australian democracy and common law rights and and freedoms. What the uh, Victoria Police and Victorian government are essentially proposing is that if uh, a violent mob turns up at a private function, which um, tickets have been sold for, then they deem that a commercial event, which is indifferent from 100,000 people going to an AFL grand final, and uh, therefore fits into the user-pays category, which I think is fancy language for victim-blaming. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that they would uh, should be charging anti-far and all the left-wing thugs who caused the riot. Yeah, look, I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, they're very well-funded. It would uh, be a good revenue raiser for um, the Victorian government um, police budget. Um, and, um, it, you know, it wouldn't slow them down at all. Uh, because they are very well funded. They'd raise the money and and be able to fund a a $70,000 protest without any problems. Of course, it actually, the the cost they told us was actually $230,000 and they were doing us a a great favour with the discretion they have by reducing the bill to $67,842.50. So we appreciate that generosity, but we won't be paying the bill because uh, the implications of it um, have uh, really, really detrimental effects to democracy in Australia. And it's a bad law, and bad laws should be resisted. And as you say, I love the, your coinage of uh, this phrase, the thugs veto, and uh, you're saying that Victoria Police are enabling the thugs veto. Effectively, the left-wing thugs are able to veto um, speakers such as Lauren Southern or Stephen Molyneux, or we saw a similar bill was sent to Penthouse magazine uh, after violent scenes outside a Milo Yiannopoulos event last year in December. Um, so this is only on one side. It only seems to be that if right-wing speakers are here, then the left-wing causes riots, and then the promoters of those speakers are punished. Yeah, that's right. The uh, the phrase thugs veto I, I picked up from the New Zealand Free Speech Coalition as they were uh, mobilising um, a whole bunch of interests, people who didn't necessarily agree with Lauren and Stefan, but certainly didn't want to see the Mayor of Auckland have uh, the ability to choose who could and couldn't air their opinions in um, Auckland-owned venues over there. So they formed a, a Free Speech Coalition and fought the Mayor in court and um, and they coined the phrase if if they hadn't heard it somewhere else themselves previously, but that's where I heard it, the thugs veto. Sometimes it's called the heckler's veto, but these people are violent. They're not hecklers, they're thugs. If they're not domestic terrorists... Now, they object to being called domestic terrorists, so the term probably fits them accurately, but, you know, just read the dictionary definition of terrorism. 
people that use violence or threats of violence to cause fear and intimidation in their political opponents to achieve a political agenda outcome are terrorists. And that's what the Daniel Andrews government interpretation of this very bad law, um, justifying them in charging people who hold political events, um, are enabling. They appear to be enabling the thug's veto and uh, in blaming the victim instead of um, punishing the criminal. Yes, that's right. So where do you go now? I mean, you're a law-abiding person and your company is law-abiding. Um, what happens if uh, Victoria Police starts demanding the money? Uh, well, they've already sent an invoice and uh, a statement um, saying that the amount is, is overdue. Um, and so um, under instructions from me and with um, a great deal of donated um, and highly qualified legal advice, um, I've instructed a solicitor to reply to the uh, Victoria Police and we've outlined our reasons why we believe the invoice is unlawful and a serious um, undermining of public confidence in law and order. And uh, we've, we've told them that we are going to refuse to pay the invoice um, and that we will happily and vigorously contest it in a court of law. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're absolutely happy to um, see what a judge has to say about this. I believe a judicial review um, will return Victoria Police back to their legislated role, which is to protect um, law and order and uh, against violence, and, and that, that's a legislated purpose. So where any decision, action or, or even function of Victoria Police undermines the purpose and role of Victoria Police, um, the legal advice has been that the judicial review will likely return them back to their purpose. Now, if a um, state court doesn't find in our favour, uh, then we're more than happy to argue it on constitutional grounds in the High Court, because this is clearly a, a violation of the implied rights in the Constitution to political expression, uh, freedom of political expression. Well, you're right, um, Dave Pello. It really is a matter of free speech, and police uh, should not be helping Antifa and these other violent left-wing activists to veto yeah. conservative events. That's effectively what it's doing because it puts a, a chill on free speech. It makes you think twice, I'm sure, before you bring out another speaker in case you slap... Not me. Not you. <laughs> not not me, but uh, I've, I've certainly heard of, of other people that have changed their plans already, even though none of these bills have ever been paid. Um, everybody who's been issued them, including Damien Costas, uh, who's now bringing out Nigel Farage, and mm. very soon after that, Gavin McInnes. Um, you know, we've, we've got a, a number of tours, another three at least, coming up this year. What does Victoria want? Do they want the the people of Victoria to miss out on these tours, that these debates and conversations will be held in every other state except Victoria? Because if this bill stands, if this interpretation of a, of a bad law stands, then what we're going to have is we're going to have the case where the type of debate that's being encouraged is not civil, where people buy a ticket, hear a speech, ask a question, go home. The kind of debate that gets free reign in Victoria will be the violent type, um, public violence in the streets. Mm. That's the effect of this, mm. of this um, punishing event holders for being the victims of violent protest. Absolutely. Um, and well, with that obvious effect in mind, it, it should be uh, the, the path of 
of you know apology and remorse mm. from the Daniel Andrews government would be the right one for the people of Victoria. All right. Well, good on you, Dave Pello, and good luck. That's Axiomatic Events Director Dave Pello, who is refusing to pay that $68,000 bill from Victoria Police. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.